Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Talk to us about her new book, The Graces. We have author Siobhan McGowan and uh, you're very welcome. Siobhan, how are you? I'm fine, thank you, Joe. Thanks for having me. You've come in along the motorway from Nina this morning? Yes, yes. So, um, I know we've talked to you previously in, uh, about uh, your last book as well. What's The Graces about? Okay, so The Graces is about a young woman called Rosaline Moore who is born with a sight. She's a seer. So she's said to be touched by the graces like her grandmother. And when her seeing gets her into trouble in her native Clare, she goes to her Aunt Ellen in a boarding house in Dublin. And there she's taken in by a group of mesmerists who are spiritualists. And she becomes revered, famed throughout Dublin, um, a mystic, a famed mystic and known as the Rose. The Dublin of which era? The Dublin of around 1911. So... So she becomes the mystic known as the Rose and the book is actually narrated from her deathbed. She's confessing herself to a priest and in this last revelation she makes a prophecy so extraordinary that it fames her and ensures her legend. But she also makes another revelation about a a tragedy that affected the community, a heinous crime to which the very once loved abbot has confessed but the Rose has a different tale to tell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a great tradition, as you well know, in Ireland of um, seers and powers. And, and and in this case, are we talking about an ability to see the future? Yeah, I mean, we are. But the thing is, it's not in a kind of... It's in a way that her gift only visits her. visits her. She can't draw on it. And it can come in shadows. You know, it can just be feeling you know, and, uh, and and that kind of stuff. But the interesting thing is that actually in my own family there was a case of this and that story is in the book, in the first chapter of the book. Rosaline talks about her own, gra- who she inherited a gift from, her own grandmother's premonition that she had of the death of her son. And that happened to my own great-grandmother, Margaret Lynch. Um, she actually did, as I say, have these shadows And she woke one night in a terrible terror about her youngest son, Tommy, who was asleep in the house, in the 11 children there in the bed. About 17 years old, Tommy was. And my great-grandmother went running down to the bedroom and pleaded with him, please stay close to the house, please don't wander far, stay close to the family. I can't see what it is, but I know that something really terrible is going to happen to you. And he laughed it off being 17 the, the siblings, there were 11 of them. The sisters were a bit more sympathetic, but as the days went on and nothing happened, they worked the farm. Uh, as nothing happened, they just couldn't let him continue. Uh, now, my family owned a threshing machine and they travelled with it and the other local farmers to neighbouring farms. And um, so it was one last summer day, late late summer day, that nobody saw it happen, but uh, they heard it, that Tommy must have stepped out in front of the rotating wheel. Yeah, on the thrashing machine, he got caught in it. And, of course, there was no hope. Like, he was so badly maimed. But And they, they so he died. And, 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 and that was within a, a couple of months of her... Se- oh, maybe a couple of weeks, within a couple, a of, couple weeks. of weeks. A couple of weeks. Ah, yeah, it would be fairly and, soon to I it. mean, to be honest, you wouldn't call that a gift, would you? Because, I mean, no. there she was trying, having seen what she saw... 
trying to prevent it happening and in the end exactly. she couldn't exactly and i mean in the book that's what it is i mean rosaline really calls it a curse in the end it's a curse they call it a gift of the graces but and you know i've had people in here um who've talked about certain powers or gifts that they've had and some are comfortable mm. with it or they've become comfortable mm. with it others you know, they would prefer not to have it, frankly. Yeah, well, I mean, I'd be of the mind that it would be better... I wouldn't particularly like to to have it to that degree. Um, I think we might all have a touch of it. You know, um, I think there's hardly any amongst us that hasn't had an instinct at some stage that maybe not to go there or maybe not to do that or a feeling about something. But I think these people have got a very highly developed sense. Mm. You sometimes hear stories like that, you know, the person who chose at the last minute not to get on the flight. Definitely, yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're talking to Siobhan McGowan about her new book, The Graces. So that story, which obviously was passed down through the generations in the McGowan family, and we've chatted to you before, you and your brother Shane and, and, and McGowan and, and all of that. So great storytellers in, yeah. in the family. And and what, it just it was sat in the back of your mind when, when you were considering your next book? I think it just kind of... Uh, the funny thing is, it would, uh, the funny thing is with my books, like I'd get a character and then the thing starts to come to me, you know. So, yeah, I suppose it's considered... It tends to just come out sometimes, that kind of thing. So I just... Um, I just knew that that was the kind of thing I wanted to do. And also I wanted to write a book. So it's set in Clare at the beginning, which in my mind, I suppose it's Tipperary really, but I call it Clare in the book. Like like my mother's cottage where she was brought up and she was brought up with the 11 aunts and uncles. But also in Dublin then, my paternal um, grandparents and aunts and uncles they they lived there, so a lot of the stories are drawn from the same era, 1911, that kind of era. And uh, like, for instance, one of the lines in the book is uh, Aunt Ellen, the fictional Aunt Ellen, goes down to see the unveiling of Charles Stuart Parnell um, monument on October the first, 1911, and she says, "Oh, those eyes, ducky." She says about his, Charles Stuart Parnell's eyes, but that's actually my. My granny had sent that telegram to my grandfather about his eyes on the day they got yeah. married in 1918. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. We were having a chat last Friday evening, a few of us in here, just generally talking about eras, and uh, we were just wondering which era in Limerick we'd like to have lived in. Yeah. And 1911 was mm. mentioned. Now, mm. I think being wealthy maybe in Limerick in 1911 rather than being poor in Definitely, Limerick in 1911. Yeah. But it was also, I think, the year that uh, King George visited. And, you know, yes, I, 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 exactly, and it was just yeah. that moment where we were on the cusp mm. of incredibly seismic events. Exactly. So the book, that's that's funny because the book is actually just exploring that. So it's just on, on, the, on that brink of, of that. And... It, it's all the book has got a lead up to this and it actually does cover from 1911 in the end to 1918. So it spans all the, the big seismic events like the lockout in Dublin and then, of course, the rising. So all of that is involved in the book as well. Right. Um, and presumably, I mean, you mentioned some of the stories from that time that were passed down but presumably you had to consider Dublin as it was and, and research that um, and make sure that it was as, as true to life as possible on the page. 
Yeah. The interesting thing is that there was a census in Dublin in 1911. So that was very good. So I, I was able to consult, even as a boarding house in Eccles Street, I was able to consult what kind of occupations were living in the boarding houses in Eccles Street and the ages of them, whether they were married, unmarried. That was all very interesting. Then I had a very good book by the historian Katrina Crow, who had written, because, had, had written a book about Dublin in 1911. And um, so uh, I had a lot of information from that. But generally but from the stories and also the feel i have i have some kind of feel for that era for some reason mm, mm. i just do and i suppose because it's my grandparents era i knew them and i talked to them and i knew them as dubliners because it was my mother's grand you know there was a granny era i knew them yes and um i just so they don't seem like distant people to yes. me yes I, absolutely well it, i mean to you know a large extent that's probably true you know i mean I'm just thinking of my own situation. Mm. You know, my grandfather on mm. one side would have lived through exactly. that period. And my know. granddad too. Yeah, yeah, so gran- yeah. yeah so, there, so there you go. Mm. Okay, well, The Graces is uh, the book um, by Siobhan McGowan, I presume generally available? Generally available everywhere. Fantastic. All right, well, listen, we look forward to that. And thank you so much. Great to see you again. Thanks thank you very for coming much. in to us. Thanks a And uh, hope you have a great weekend. Thank you. I'm sure you'll be back in Limerick, of course, out there I in will, Tipperary of for the weekend. <laughs> Your views, your news.